first place. FamilyNews.today provides an escape room from the clutter through our podcasts from church escapades. Get disappointed with God. And I think it's a, it's a misplaced anger. To daily devotionals. The beauty about God's love is that it was focused on all that God had. To financial and life tips, bedtime stories for your child, all these and much more available just for you on FamilyNews.today, on Spotify, Google Podcast, and SoundCloud. It at your fingertips. The only people that can live by the Sermon on the Mount are followers of Jesus Christ. Be inspired and stay motivated by Pastor Greg Laurie as he shares the simple yet life-changing message of the gospel. How do you know if you're chosen by God? Believe in Jesus Christ and you'll prove that you were. Will with the temptation make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it? Don't miss out on Greg Laurie. Saturdays at 2.30 p.m. on Family TV. Today on The Potter's Touch. In the water always proceeds worship. One of the reasons that they worship, they have just left the bloody place. But before you can go into the next dimension, you have to stop by the pool and let it wash away. God's gonna trouble the water. Jesus is a priest. In order for him to start his work, he has to stop by the labor. That's why you come to church. That's why you get the word of God. You can take a bath at home. But in order to wash your spirit, the word of God washes your spirit. For where God's getting ready to take you, you need to go to the labor. God says, I have a specific way. I want to be worshipped and I want you to worship me the way I want to be worshipped whether you feel anything or not whether you're emotional or not whether you're an introvert or an extrovert whether you're a man or a woman let me just break it down let everything that breath if you're breathing in here if you're breathing if you're conscious if we got a pulse on you let everything So that's trying to get them into an understanding of themselves as kings and an understanding of the kingdom and understand that he did not call them out of slavery just to be nomadic wanderers wandering around doing your own thing. He is bringing discipline into their life. He is bringing structure into their life. He is establishing the kingdom. He is establishing the kingdom, much like John the Baptist did. John the Baptist came along and said, repent. He comes in the spirit of Elijah to say, repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. So he, whenever God gets ready to set up a kingdom, he brings discipline. He brings structure. He brings order. He brings in process. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's going to be good in here in a minute. tabernacle of screen. When God begins to get down to the specificity of worship, he introduces the tabernacle so that they could have a place to come and worship him. It is uh, a tent of meeting. It is a tent of meeting. It is a place where humanity divinity. I taught you last week that you come into the door and I taught about Christ being the door and the first thing you see is the bloody place of sacrifice and today I'm going to focus on this next place. This is the place called the labor. This is the place called the labor. We're going to talk about that and the reason I brought up John the Baptist uh, is because uh, water always proceeds worship. You, you 
must understand that anytime you're going to come into an experience where you're going to go from one dimension and next dimension, there's always going to be a watery process. Say man, somebody. I want to talk about this brazen labor. It, it is in Moses' tabernacle. It's, it's fairly small. It is the place where the priests came to wash their hands and feet before they went into the tent. Now you must understand there's both a practical and a ceremonial reason for this washing. Are y'all with me this morning? One of the reasons that they worship, they have just left the bloody place. They have just slit the throats of lambs and goats. And now they're going to get closer going into the most holy place. But before you can go into the next dimension, you have to stop by the pool and let's wash away. Let's wash away. See, I was redeemed at the labor. The blood was shed at the labor, but when I wash here, I'm washing guilt. See, some of you are saved, but you're still guilty. Some of you are saved, but you're still washing in shame. Some of you are saved, but you still got the residue of what happened to you still hanging on to you. Whenever you see water, it's going to be a cleansing. It's going to be a preparation. It's going to be a washing. And so the priest stopped by the labor because the water always proceeds the next dimension. Are you getting what I'm saying to you? Oh, it's going to get good in here in a minute. I said it's going to get good in here in a minute. So we repented. Put my, put my other slide back up. We repented. We repented at the altar here. And then we are washed at the labor here. Are you seeing what I'm saying to you? So we see blood right here. We see water right here. Bible says in the New Testament, there are three that record in earth, the spirit, the water, and the blood. We got the blood right here. We got the water right here. We got the spirit. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming in a minute. It's coming in a minute. You ought to have the evidence of all three in your life. You got to have the blood. The blood always comes before the water. I said the blood always comes before the water. The death angel is going to pass by tonight, but when I see the uh, when I see the blood, all of a sudden, all of the men and all of the priests, all the men when they were still in Egypt, painted blood on the doorpost of the believer, so that when the death angel passed by, when he saw the blood, he would pass over. Do you understand why? Notice that the children of Israel painted the blood on the door of the believer before they went through the water. They painted the blood while they were still in Egypt and then they went through the water at the Red Sea. In the tabernacle, we shed the blood right here. We go through the water right here. Notice that when Pharaoh tried to chase the children of Israel, he could only go so far. When they got down to the water, he couldn't through the water because this is as far as we can go. If you would take the time, this contemporary church that we live in now, if we would stop skipping for a minute and really learn the word of God, you, you, we wouldn't need as many counselors. We wouldn't need as much therapy. We wouldn't need as much of anything as we got. The old folks didn't have anything. They get you on the altar and call it on Jesus. Because when Jesus comes alive in your heart and you understand that whatever I did, he died for it. He stood in my place. He paid the price for it. And whatever's left on me is washed away in the watery that I might walk in the newness of life? Touch your neighbor and say, I'm not just free. I'm free indeed. Now, some of all that's not going to hit you to get in the car. So don't start the car too quick. Because you're going to have a Holy Ghost spanked to rain him right 
out there in the parking lot, when you understand what all that means regarding your freedom, all of those little voices that's been whispering to you at 2 o'clock in the morning, trying to drag you back into captivity, that none of them are going to be able to chase you, that Pharaoh and all of his chariots got drowned in the Red Sea, it's going to hit you in the parking lot. It's going to go through your head and down your spine, and you're going to be dancing without a drum or a tambourine like we used to. Free at last! Free at last! Now, you understand we're in the wilderness with the children of Israel. We're in the wilderness. We're a bunch of former slaves out in the wilderness. And we're out there in the wilderness understanding that we did get something out of slavery. Slavery taught them how to build. You remember in the book of Exodus where the Bible said that they had to make bricks without straw? Slavery taught them how to sacrifice. So they didn't have to have a lot of conveniences in order to be able to survive because they was used to a hard time. The biggest mistake rich people make with their kids is that you give them everything except what made you rich. It was a hard time. There's something to be said about a hard time. There's something to be said about a struggle. There's something to be said about going through the valley and the ditches and the ridges and having to crawl your way out. It makes you tough. It makes you strong. It makes you relentless. It makes you able to take a licking and keep on ticking. So when they got in the desert, they didn't have to have all the things they'd like to have to be able to build. They had to build this labor in the desert. And in order to build the labor, which we call the brazen labor, it really was a bronze labor. The women contributed their mirrors. The Bible calls them looking glasses. Looking glasses back then were not made of glass, they were made out of bronze. And the women gave their mirrors and they melted the mirrors down and they made sheets of bronze and shaped it into the laver and then they put water in it and that's how the laver was built. Footnote, you've got to be willing to give God how you see yourself. I said they gave the women, I don't want to lose, I want you to get this. Women gave their mirrors. The women gave up how they saw themselves. You'll never become the woman that God called you to be as long as you give up your mirror. When you're, when you're talking about mirrors, you're talking about images. We were created in the image of our God. But in the fall, we lost our image. So sometimes your self-image is distorted. So you need to take your image and give it to God and let him melt it down so that you can see yourself in another light. You ought to shout me down right there. That's so bad. Comfort care has become a term that's easy to access. Catch the best medical practitioners in the world as they give you an all-rounded approach on what you need to know to lead a healthy lifestyle. Teenagers, uh, 
observe social media and they tend to start to compare their own life to this false image that they're engaged with online. We know some people who don't seem to eat very much food and yet they're heavy. And when you lose your confidence, you lose your hope and it's difficult to think of another alternative, another way out. Healthy Living, Saturdays at 6.30 p.m. on Family TV. The 700 Club brings you a distinctive blend of music from a biblical perspective. What gives me the greatest joy is hearing the Word of God. Featuring inspirational interviews and practical teachings for everyday life. When those things were happening to me, it made me feel weird. It made me feel different. I didn't want people to look at me like I was weird. I wanted God to save me. I wanted to feel love, and God was showing me that. We have a God who is ear is inclined to you and me. Catch the 700 Club, Monday to Friday at 8 a.m. on Family TV. The women gave their mirrors. The women said, you're not gonna build this tabernacle without us being invested in it. So here's my image, here's how I see myself. I'm giving it over to you. I will not be defined by what I've been through. I will not look in this looking glass and see a bond woman ever again. This looking glass has been lying to me. I am not a bond woman. I am a free woman. And until I get the image right, I'm turning it over to God. I am who God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I can have what God says I can have. Somebody ought to give God your mirror this morning. My God, somebody ought to give God your mirror this morning. Your mirror's been defining you by what you've been through, not what you're going to, and you need to give your mirror over to God and let him melt it and beat it and change it and alter it. They beat them mirrors and they beat them mirrors. They beat them mirrors. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his we are healed so that we can be created in Christ Jesus in a brand new image. Beat it down, Lord. Beat it down. Beat it down, Lord. Beat it down, Lord. Beat it down, Lord. Beat it down, Jesus. Beat it. Until I'm walking like the queen I am. Until I start thinking the queen I am. Until I learn that I don't have to obey every command that comes my way. Beat it down, Lord. Beat it down. Beat it down. Change image. We're talking about images. We're talking about images. We're talking about images. When you talk about the looking glass, you are talking about images. When you talk about the labor, you are also talking about images. I, I want to show you something. I'm going to James. Let me see. Yeah, James 1, uh, 23, 24. For if, any man, for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. That's what the word does. But the Bible says if you hear it and don't do it, it doesn't do you any good to go to the father's house. If you hear it, The Bible says if you hear the word and don't do it, you're like a man who walks over and looks into the, you look into the labor and you walk away and you forget what you saw. The, you, you see, when the priest looked into the labor, it changed how they saw themselves. 
There is a correlation I'm trying to show you between water and word. Ye are clean, the Bible said, by the washing of the water, by the word. The word bathes you. The, the word baptizes you. The, 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 the word cleanses your man. The Bible says, having been left these mighty and precious promises, let us cleanse ourselves of the filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit. Well, I can cleanse myself of the filthiness of the flesh, but what kind of soap do I get to cleanse myself from having a filthy spirit? The word of God is what washes your spirit, my God. Do you understand? That's why you come to church. That's why you get the word of God. Take a bath at home. But in order to wash your spirit, the, the word of God washes your spirit. Jesus said you are clean, Paul, by the washing of the water of the word. Go to Ephesians 5.26 and write that down. God is getting ready to baptize somebody, cleanse somebody. You're getting ready to take a shower in your spirit and wash off all the dust of your servitude. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the real good word will either make you clean up or get out. Nobody wants to say that kind of stuff anymore, but I'm old school. Real good word, it either make you clean up or get out. It either make you change or it'll start getting on your nerves and just start running away. Some people who run the church don't chase them. Everybody wants to be chased. Paul said it came out from us that it might be made manifest that they were not of us. For had they been of us, no doubt they would have continued with us. Let me tell you, when you are really of us, there is no running away. There is no going back. I don't care what anybody says. You've got to stay. You remember when Jesus said, unless you drink my blood, eat my flesh, you'll have no part with me. And the Bible said, many departed and walked away. And Jesus looked at me and said, will thou leave me also? He said, whether shall I go, Lord? In your hands are the words of eternal life. I'm going to stay when I like it. I'm going to stay when I don't like it. I'm going to stay when it makes me happy. I'm going to stay when it makes me cry. I'm not going anywhere. people say let's go to the labor 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 till we get a new image till we get a new name till we get a new attitude let's go to the labor let's go to the labor you've been up all night you've been upset you've been in unrest you've been disabled you've been aggravated let's go to the labor let's go to the word let's go to the washing place let's go to the cleansing place Come on, let's go to the labor. Come on, let's go to the labor. For where God's getting ready to take you, you need to go to the labor. Oh my God, hallelujah. You need to go to the labor. You need to go to the labor. All stressed out. You got stuck, but you're less happy than you've ever been in. Come on, let's go to the labor. Buying a new couch won't do it. Buying a new house won't do it. Buying a new car won't do it. Getting Boyfriend won't do it. You need to go to the labor. Touch three people say, let's go to the labor. Woo! My God, I feel the Holy Ghost about to hit this place and knock it from out in the floor. Somebody shout hallelujah. is about to do something in a place. Look at Psalms 119.9. 
wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word not by willpower not by restraint not by new year's resolution the bible said the young man will cleanse his way by taking heed to the word that's why we can't have a bunch of young preachers preaching gimmicks and tricks and ideas and trying to compete with hip-hop i don't need hip-hop i need jesus
and he will slay the wicked in that day, and the wolf shall dwell with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the goat, the calf and the young lion and the fatling deer, the little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear will feed together, and their young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like an ox. And they shall hurt no more, nor destroy in all of my holy mountain. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. And in that day they shall say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Though you were angry with me, your anger is turned away. And you comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He's become my salvation. And therefore with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day they shall say, Praise the Lord. Call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he has done excellent things, and this is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, ye inhabitants of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel who is dwelling with thee. Because Christ shall soon come and appear to judge those who are alive and those who have died and to establish his kingdom here upon the earth Paul exhorts Timothy preach the word do the work of an evangelist make proof of ministry is of utmost importance to us today that we are close to that day when the Lord will come and establish his kingdom upon the earth and bring before him those who will be judged as to what part they will have in the kingdom. Jesus again in, in he will say well done good and faithful servant to those who have been faithful. You have been faithful in a few things. Now I will make you ruler over many. Enter into the joy of thy Lord. Jesus said in Matthew 24, Blessed is the servant whom will find him doing my will. Truly I say unto you that he will make him ruler over all of his goods. But if the evil servant shall say in his heart, Oh, my Lord delays his coming, and will begin to abuse his position, mistreat his fellow servants, begin to carouse and drink and be drunk, the Lord of the servant will come in a day when he's not looking for him, and an hour in which he's not expecting him, and he will be cut off. And he will appoint him his portion with the hypocrites, and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The importance of doing the will of God when he returns. When he returns to gather together the nations for judgment. It is my prayer, it is my desire that when that day does come and when I have to stand before him as I will it is my heart's desire that he will say to me good job you've been faithful in the little things now enjoy a position in the kingdom serving the Lord has to be the most rewarding experience one could ever have. And you know, in that day, what I have made of myself in this life will be meaningless. What I've amassed for myself will be of no value. The only value is what I have done 
for the Lord in things that count for eternity. A lot of people are engaged in worthwhile projects, some of them in projects that are worthwhile to others around them. They give their life to uh, beneficial causes, to helping the poor, and, and doing things of that nature. But at best, the help that you give is only temporary. People are in need of knowing Jesus Christ, that they might have eternal life. And if you will devote your life ministering to those who know not Christ, that they might come to the knowledge of him, then you are saving them from eternal death and your life will be spent for things that have eternal value rather than temporal value. You have only one life, and it will soon be passed. And only what you do for Jesus Christ will have any lasting value at all. The rest is like wood, hay, and stubble when the fiery trial comes, it will all be dissolved and ashes, that which is remaining, that which is done for the Lord will be what is left and that will be the basis of your reward when he comes. Shall we stand? I would encourage you to think about your life. What are you doing that has eternal value? How much of what you do, how much time do you spend in things that will be as wood, hay, and stubble that will not survive the fire, but will be consumed by the fire? How much will be left? What will you be able to present to the Lord and those other things are gone. And I would encourage you to commit your life. As, as Paul said to Timothy, I charge you by God and by our Lord Jesus Christ that you share the gospel, that you do things that have eternal value in the lives of others. So that when our Lord does come, we will be able to stand before him, presenting him a work of eternal value. Think about it. Maybe it's time you take a serious look. You know, I think that the Lord is really shaking our world right now. He, he tells us that there's going to come a day in which he's going to shake the whole world. Uh, we usually think of that as an earthquake. Maybe it's just financially. Uh, surely the world is shaking right now as far as finances go. The uncertainty is of riches. Till all that can be shaken will be shaken, only that that which cannot be shaken will last. What is it that you have that is unshakable, will not be destroyed. The things that are done for Christ, they are lasting. I would encourage you, as Paul said to Timothy, put the gospel first, preaching the word, exhorting others to follow Jesus Christ. Life well spent. The Lord bless thee. The word for today and the ministry here at Calvary Chapel exists to strengthen you in your Christian walk.
media satellite dish, we are changing our satellite frequency. To continue watching your favorite show or programming, go to the menu bar, select channel search, and press OK. Select dish setup, press OK to access the satellite tab, then press OK. Press the go to button on your remote to select transponder. Click on the transponder frequency 